0: Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Complete PT Podcast. Glad to be back after the last one, which was with Ben Wynn. And on Friday, I managed to get into a nice little discussion with my colleague, Pete. Uh, Pete's been a long time PT at the gym, been a very good example of what I consider to be a pretty decent PT business, which he runs his own way and doesn't deviate from that, which I've always been a big fan of. But it was interesting to talk to him about his beliefs in uh, lifestyle, nutrition, um, just his own little ideas in terms of rehab, what he's learnt. Um, it's very interesting, um, and I really enjoyed talking to him. I really hope you enjoy it, guys. And now I present to you all, Mr. Peter Hobson. Guest side, so. nice. You like my shit, Dominic? No, yeah, yeah. I
1: didn't expect this to be here. My little microphone. Look like that, yeah.
0: That's My fine. next step is to get like um, like another mic, so two people can have it you know, and phones and stuff. Make yeah, it a all. bit more like yeah, more yeah. professional and stuff where, like that. Mm-hmm. Selfie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, there wasn't
1: too many tangents. Then uh, I was drinking with her. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, sure. yeah, exactly. Yeah, and the yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and the rest was like. Yeah, Shay was a joke. <laughs> can barely talk. <laughs> Start. You could see, like, towards the end, it mellowed like out. It was funny. So, Where am I looking? This yeah, Over there. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I think well mm-hmm. first off, thank you Lampard. What do you think that is? Well, I don't think you can fail, really, can I? Like, he's... The transfer man will definitely help him. As he in does. keep his job longer than
0: a season. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd expect
1: so. And, and he knows the younger players, like those uh, I had a few of them along yeah. at Derby and stuff like that. So I don't think he can fail. Although I hope he does fail. <laughs> the fat bastard.
0: <laughs> yeah. Frankie Lampard. I think. I hope he does well. I like him. I thought he did well last season.
1: He did do well, but he likes to whine and be a little bitch, doesn't he?
0: Before we digress, see we digress, see we go into football and we start, this is how it happens, so before we go any further with the football, um, I've got here, you're the original employee, I guess my initial question is, how did it all start?
1: Went to uni, did sports science, didn't really know what I wanted to do at uni, and I was like, quite good at science, Mm. Loved my sport, All right, let's do sports science. And then, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then you kind of finish uni. Again, you have that sort of stage where many, many people have and they're like, <clears throat> what, what do I do now? What what should I should I do really? Yeah, I've just started off as a fitness instructor at a place called Esporter. Mm. Um, Pre Virgin days. Yeah, it? it was bought out by Virgin in the end and that was up in Bradford. My girlfriend at the time, wife now got a teaching job in Bradford so uh, she was a teacher so I just basically followed her there the way it worked there is like you had two till ten or six till two shifts and I just started off as a fitness instructor for maybe like six months and like personal training kind of wasn't really a thing then how many years ago is that now? this is must be going back like 10-12 years ago yeah agreed So personal training like wasn't, wasn't a walking, thing then maybe there was like a few PTs in London like mm. training celebrities and stuff like that mm. lawyers and doctors But so basically I was there for maybe like you know Six months a year, um, and they they were kind of like sort talking about personal training, saying like, oh yeah, because I was qualified as a PT from my degree as well. I just had to do like one little upskilling course or something. Mm-hmm. They were like saying, oh well, do you you level three, why don't you do some PT? And I was like, all right. So started off kind of like a like you just do it on your in your spare time, and you, you kind of like your gym, you kind of just keep the money and you do it in the spare time as a service for their members. And then they adopted the model, which is at David Lloyd and Virgin. So where they, they kind of like push you into doing more PT mm-hmm. and reduce your hours. And then they take 60% of what you made. All right. So again, I knew this was coming in. I didn't really like where it was going. I didn't like the pressure of it. Um, so I moved to a different gym, uh, like a local gym. And I was fitness manager there for a bit. Like it was a step up in like wage and like status. I thought I was like a fitness manager. But it didn't really work out because it was like a family-run gym. Mm. And um, I don't know, they didn't really like the way I ran the gym. So I didn't burn my bridges. So I went back to a sport. Um, the PT stuff was like well underway there. Our studio coordinator there as well. So I like ran all the classes. Uh, but I didn't like it because, again, the pressure. Like one of my clients, like, I can't remember what. I think he had a dislocated knee or something. Yeah. Football, I, re- I do recall knee. you telling me this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And... Um, he had like a block of 10 sessions uh, and he maybe had like two sessions left so he'd done like eight of the sessions. So I had a, a supervisor looking down on me and he was like, oh yeah, can't you just get him in and like, you know, get his money and then for the next 10 because he obviously had someone breathing down his neck of figures and I'm like, Why would he come and the guy's dislocated his knee. Why is he going to come in and like pay for a next block of ten, when, you know, you don't have a situation. That was just the thing nailed in the head. There was a few little pressures like that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. in the end, I just grafted there. I was working all the time, saved money, went travelling for like, took a year out, went travelling for seven months. Um, loved it, had the time of my life. And then I came back, and I'm in the same situation, really. Starting at a sport, so what do I do now? So it's like, oh, well, I'll do PT for a bit. Like um, So I, I like set up as a mobile PT for maybe like a month or so. And then one of the guys that I knew from a sporter had just started at um, Pure Gym. And basically he was like, do you want a job? Like he knew that I was with a PT and like that I was a respectable guy. So that was it basically. I just went in, met Mark, who was the manager at the time. And the guy I knew was the assistant manager. Just gave me the job there. So I think that's maybe like six or seven PTs then. So I came in, I was like the eighth PT. So Jess was there um, and David just started. So technically I'm not the original one, but they've kind of left the company and come back and, and whatnot. So, so they're I've... the
0: only two left from that original
1: team? Yeah, 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 100%. That's insane, yeah. eight years, mm-hmm. eight years. Man. Um, and my idea was to do a, a Master's in Exercise Physiology. I started you know, back at Pure Gyms, maybe there for about eight months, a year, and I decided to go on rent, so I was doing pretty well with a PT, and the rent would allow me to then go and do my degree. Uh, my masters, so I got yeah. accepted onto the course of Carnegie masters. A lot of time, man, to, yeah, to yeah. So masters. I was doing it full time as well. So oh, right. it was, like, it was just just going to be a year. I was thinking, oh, I can graduate this year, and then yeah, I'll be set up. And like, it was kind of an enlightenment moment. Like, I was literally just hating going up to uni because yeah. I'd been in the real world and I'd seen what it's like to, to PT and how things can be applied. I didn't see how it could help me move forward yeah. unless you got really lucky and you knew someone to be like an exercise physiologist so basically after six weeks I just sacked that off and just cracked on with PT and I like I was loving coming to PT I was back on the on the bus coming to the and thinking oh thank god I've got this person and this person I can't wait to yeah, spend yeah. time with them and just on the bus up there I was just hating and thinking oh fucking hell decided to stay on rent at that, at that point and yeah that's kind of been it for the last seven years I've been seven ticking years. over bought a house on many holidays and yeah i love it i quickly realized that you know pt is a great career like i didn't really see it as a sustainable career before because of the aspect that you know it it's not a steady income if you get good enough you you um you have a real good trust and bond with a lot of your clients it's it's up to the pt really how often they work and stuff from the get-go for me it was like what you put in is what you get out oh, without doubt
0: going into um your business uh, specifically is one that i've always liked because that's what i've been using these podcasts inadvertently for is to like actually chat to people about what they do yeah. because then what it does is it makes me think of ways to sort of better my my own business hence why i've been sort of starting you would have noticed i'm more active on social media now yeah um youtube i feel like that aspect of my business has really picked up these have been really good because i've been asking people how they go about their mm-hmm. business specifically your clientele base has always amazed me because it's always been quite on the uh let's just say on the older yeah older. i don't know why that is really yeah i
1: don't know why that is is it just been inadvertent uh i think so yeah people definitely have different demographics don't they like i i, I don't know really i think Maybe, I think my training as a whole is probably more about like quality of life, transforming the lifestyle. My clients I like to think are a lot more long-term. So it's like you can change their lifestyle as a whole rather than, you know, just uh, Blocks. Yeah, Mm. yeah. And I'm a big believer in like homeostasis and you know, everything is balanced within the body and just making little changes instead of like all these up and downs. Again, I don't really believe in like, you know, bulking and cutting. I'm not wild mm, about that yeah. myself, to be yeah. honest. I think it's not great for the body and long term health. Um, but again, each to their own, maybe it's really good for people's psychology yeah. and stuff like
0: that. Definitely um, agree with you in the the whole idea of bulking and cutting, like going through that extreme for an extended period of time. I think we've all done it in our 20s. Yeah. Like, you know, the yeah, first exactly. reason why we'd probably, yeah. as men, join a gym is to get <laughs> yeah, big. Yeah, you gotta get you know. big. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's all presses and bicep curls, you know. For me, it's just about trying to um almost like what you were saying about lifestyle just trying to incorporate it in the lifestyle we just completed eight weeks of like classes Mm -hmm. and i found that what that did for me was it it kept me structured it made sure that i always hit a high intensity at least three days a week it made sure that my week was always sort of continuously in that sort of system of train rest day or lighter day train and i of course i do my other classes as well yeah so it just, it gave me routine. And yeah, I thought, yeah, well, if this is yeah. doing it for me, then this is probably gonna be an all right product for a lot of yeah, people. Definitely. So the best time. As I'm doing right. with
1: that, by the way. <laughs> I was paid out hundred quid. Yeah. So no. he owes me another hundred. <laughs> but he's, he's still got, technically, he's, he's still got a bit of 21 days to, uh, to reach his <laughs> 10% body fat, no, which really. is uh, it's just not doable for gone. someone like him. <laughs> Absolutely gone.
0: You mentioned training style because your training style is a bit
1: different my own training yeah yeah yeah
0: do you incorporate that into like your own
1: yeah again s- sessions yeah i mean it again it's like the classic man thing you mentioned then i am kind of fine ego a lot of time cuz like really to do running and a lot of my my stuff which i want to strengthen you know you don't need you don't need to be able to press chest bicep curl you mm. know you don't really need to be doing a whole lot of that but i want to like look and feel good and like you know you want to look like a PT I'm really into my rehab stuff and I've helped a lot of clients now with rehab so I'm getting really good at that sort of stuff and uh, just applying it all to myself as well like injuries which I've had and thinking okay this could help this client this could help this one and like been in touch with a lot of physios as well seen a lot of physios picked picked a lot of stuff up from the physios Um, and then been on a few courses and stuff like that so like I'm, I'm really into the the rehab side
0: i find the same thing with massage it, it, it's helped course, on that yeah. side of things yeah and i implement it in some of my sessions just sort of just basic muscle manipulation yeah you know joint um what's the word I'm looking for? mobility um definitely you know just really simple simple practices which i probably wouldn't have applied if i hadn't had the massage the little things that you implement into your business or into your own training, you sort of dish out to your clients. Without doubt, yeah. It's all testing really. Yeah, it is, yeah, you yeah. do your own guinea pig, aren't yeah. it?
1: and I'm getting so much better at that now. And it's just basic things. Some things are teaching points. Uh, just be a bit clearer with teaching points and make sure they're doing it over and over and over again, getting that repetition. Other stuff is literally their body's so tight. You know, you need to mobilize it, you need to stretch yeah. it, you need to do some banded distractions. For me three Sheesh. things so movement patterns like um, stretches banded distractions uh, that's what I call like assisted stretching with a band and then massage or foam rolling they're the three things and how you can change fundamentally how the body moves if it's dysfunctional yeah uh, for some
0: people it's either addition of one or all three exactly yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah
1: yeah. and it's just working it out everyone's like a puzzle that's what I was saying and it's trying to piece together like how best they can move and injury prevention as well like this go, going back to the like cutting and stuff and bulking and stuff it's all well and good doing that like and looking at diet and, and things like that but if the person gets injured on the way you know they're not going to do useless. that yeah. so it's the, the whole the, the foundation for me has to be moving right how how they move so I try and obviously some people have things which they can't change like you know if, if they're just missing cartilage or something like that they've had a knee replacement mm-hmm. there's always going to be something mm-hmm. but for most people you can make a significant difference absolutely totally I, agree. I love that I'm really enjoying training with people like that at the minute so I've
0: been doing far more classes that involve like body movements so pump is a good one I, I really do enjoy pump and what I'm finding is what we would probably consider basic movements people are struggling with yeah. I don't think like a lunge or a squat is a basic or basic movements, but it's a fundamental movement that we yeah. use in everyday life. So I always say like tying up your shoes is there in the lunge position and people mm-hmm. struggle with that, you know. Even like on one leg, putting their foot up. Yeah. People yeah. struggle with that. So I've been finding ways in the pump class to try and keep that time under tension in those positions seems to be working it's working yeah it seems yeah, to be good. working yeah people are people are getting better at the movements and it works hand in hand for my business because if ever I, I see someone not yeah, yeah. particularly you know um, strong in some in some movements I do chat to them yeah, and straight I suggest them, them, have you thought about this yeah for me obviously from there it's massage yeah uh, massage yeah. is a big component of my business because it's, it's just really good good way to chat to people having Definitely. them here Putting people under pain is—they'll tell you anything.
1: <laughs> you do hear all sorts of things, don't you? All sorts as well. <laughs> yeah, 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 oh no, yeah! You hear all
0: people's problems. Yeah. That's great.
1: That is actually my favorite part of the job—just chatting to people. So, like, people are so interesting to me. Like, everyone's so different, mm. and. You know, some people are, like, quite open and will tell you all sorts of stuff. And then some people, it's getting, like, so getting little out of stuff yeah, And then eventually, absolutely. eventually, yeah. you get a bit more out of them and, you, you know, you form, like, meaningful bonds with them and stuff. I find it helps me almost. Um, it gives me a bit of therapy hearing other people have problems mm. as well. You're a counsellor at the end of the day. Mm. And, like, I love that. Like, I've potentially thought of, like, after PT, you know, like if I'm super old or whatever I don't see why I couldn't do it when I was a bit older but Mm. maybe maybe I I would go into something like counselling because I I love chatting to people I like helping people out if you can and and again I'm sure that's the reason why most PTs get into it because you want to help people at the end of the day and whether you tell them with their lifestyle psychologically physically Mm. whatever it is you want to help them I just feel like maybe there
0: is a bit of a let's just say culture out there of like especially on social media it's like you know so and so fit or joe blogs pt and yeah and there's a lot of like you know a lot
1: of profiles with that's a different pt from i think yeah what you and i are i think what, so definitely and i mean that, that would cater to probably the younger generation that are,
0: i don't know yeah. but when i look at it and i was thinking about this and again st- let's just pick instagram for instance where it's like it's a fo- it's a following culture if you've got thousands of followers you're gonna have some level of notoriety. Yeah. So when I see people with thousands of followers and I don't know who they are, it's like, well, how did how did that happen? Yeah. Does that make yeah. sense? Like, yeah. I'm not saying yeah. I sh- I should know everybody, but I would expect, say, for instance, if someone had, let's just say, over 10k followers, mm-hmm. that's that to me is like you're getting somewhere.
1: What does that do for you? I don't know. Like, what does that mean? Yeah. I'm super <laughs> old school. Like. I, you, I think you're probably quite old school in this. Uh, relatively. Probably, yeah. you know, the podcast stuff and the social media are a lot more like a new school than mm-hmm. me. Marketing is definitely a weakness for me. Like, mm-hmm. I don't really do any marketing. Yeah, I've got some business cards and my profile, and that's it. Mm. But, like, I don't really feel I need to because, like, I'm as busy as I want to be, really. Um, so, like, why would you then do it? I can uh, see you're really enjoying it and yeah. you're, like, growing as a person from it as mm-hmm. well, aren't you? And like, I think so. say like tapping into other people's experience and mm. stuff, which is quite, it's pretty cool. Probably a year ago, I wouldn't have expected. Mm. Um, and
0: to be fair, I'd probably never listened to a podcast, probably prior to six months ago, maybe more.
1: Yeah, I'm probably the same, six yeah. months to a year. Maybe, maybe a maybe year, like, yeah. yeah. Um, Peter Pratt, Crouch podcast started for me. Peter Kraft. Yeah, that was the first one I listened to. The what a legend! First podcast. Yeah. Have you do listen to it? No, I haven't. I haven't oh, listened to it. To get on with is it yeah, good? It's good. It's really good. Yeah, yeah. I have yeah, to check it really out. Really funny. Lots of football chat. Is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I,
0: I like listening to um, uh, Flintoff Savage and the ping-, ping pong guy. You can tolerate Robbie Savage now. Yeah, 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 He's actually, he's I, actually I a really quite nice like guy him as well. I a pundit. Yeah. And then there's Freddie Flintoff, who I think is a pretty interesting. Character, oh, yeah, he is a character, yeah, he is, he really is. He's it now, isn't he? So, yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, Matthew Said, who's the ping pong guy, he did that book Bounce, yeah, oh, the other yeah, one about yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 talent myth and all that sort yeah. of stuff. Very, very interesting book, I've
1: read it, yeah, super popular book, isn't it? Yeah, yeah,
0: and he did another book called uh, Black Box Thinking, which is pretty good as well. Are you reading anything at the moment?
1: Uh, I don't really read that much, to be honest. What do you do? Um, More just like look on YouTube at stuff and uh, like quite a few, like I use Instagram for following people as well, like Mm. quite a few like PTs and therapists and stuff like that. Um, That's kind of where I get most of my research from. Yeah, this podcast, yeah, I like this one. Winnie was mentioning uh, one, Phil Learning, listen to Is that good as well? It's easy to follow. And
0: some good advice. <clears throat> I, I listen to podcasts while I train as well. I, mm-hmm. My two major influences are Joe Rogan and um, Jordan Peterson.
1: But I listen to Joe Rogan as well. Mate, yeah. brilliant,
0: brilliant podcast. He's probably the most powerful podcaster on the planet, oh,
1: without doubt. Yeah, yeah. unbelievable, yeah, very influential. Yeah,
0: great guy. And Jordan Peterson, he's, a, he's quite a, an influential figure as well. Psychologist, Canadian right, okay. psychologist. Yeah, very good. Very good. I don't know yeah, he's a lot about it. He's the kind of the philosophy side. Of what I listen to, very right. very, um, let's just say, an intellectual person, very very strong views, good, very right. very good. Uh, I really like his podcast, and
1: I listen to Ross Edgley. I'm, I'm a bit on the fence with Ross. Uh, Ross Edgley, go on. Like, uh, I don't know, just his voice annoys me a little bit. And he's I very do, happy. Yeah, um, and yeah. it's like ah ah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A bit like um, what's he called, Leaning in Fifteen guy, you know. Um, Jay Wicks. Yeah, a little bit, you know, just a little bit in your face, and it's just slightly. I don't know if he's just slightly arrogant. If you saw him live, I
0: think you'd change your mind because yeah. uh, if you see him live, you'll see how genuine he actually is. He's actually really like I thought he was. He came he's a good guy. To yeah, good mm. guy. Very, very, just enthusiastic about what he does. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, Clearly, I, I he's super
1: it. enthusiastic. You can see that. Maybe that grates on me slightly. I, I don't know why. I don't know why. Some of the stuff he's done. It's quite incredible. Oh, he's incredible what he's done. But right. that Great British Swim. I Unbelievable. Mean, he was Unbelievable. showing
0: videos of it. His tongue was falling off. Oh, it's ridiculous. Yeah.
1: Getting stung on your... Thigh. Jellyfish. Yeah. 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 Like, did I either... I even watched a video or listened to all about that. Like all about his swim and it, like, it's just phenomenal. Like, uh, absolutely ridiculous. Like, yeah. like doing a marathon, pulling a car and stuff.
0: Like, yeah, Silverstone. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, then just, climbed up and up, up and down a rope. Oh yeah. yeah, just ridiculous. The of, uh, Maybe I'm nah. just jealous
1: of him actually. Like, Man, I put it this way: I don't envy him being
0: in those positions. I wouldn't do why it. Why
1: would you do that to yourself?
0: <sighs> I guess it's like like
1: what? people think I'm crazy for like you know, enjoying running, running yeah. and like you know, doing uh, put that in perspective, stuff, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then look at the things yeah. this guy's doing. Like, I know. I'm a nobody. <laughs> I know
0: what a, and I think a lot of it from if I remember from the book. Um, he did a lot of fell running. Now, I had no idea what that was until I read his book. Really? No idea. Right. And then I looked it up. up hills. <laughs> yeah, or running downhills more yeah, like. Yeah. yeah, it was just. Yeah, it's inc- lethal, though. Yeah. So dangerous. Who would have thought of that?
1: Yeah, I, Yeah, British people. I've, I've done quite a bit of fell running as well. I've yeah. done a few fell races and stuff like that. Yeah. It's,
0: really, it's not as stupid as bull riding. Yeah. I mean, that's a stupid sport.
1: Yeah, that's crazy.
0: But I, I can't look away when I see it. So, where were we? Your training style.
1: Oh, yeah, so yeah, basically, yeah, my training that. I'll try and do weights like twice a week, maybe. Yeah. Uh, full body. Um, and when I'm fit, I'll try and run every day, really. Um, at the minute, I'm probably running about three, four times a week at most. Nice. Yeah. Um, variety of different distances, different sessions, stuff like that. But yeah, I've got a bit of a hip problem at the minute, which has been bothering me since Christmas. So just kind of managing that. Right? I was doing massage with Jade. Good, actually. Yeah, she's really good. Yeah, yeah. She's getting busy. I can see why, yeah. I mean, you you were all all good. Like, it's... You don't have to say hey, it's good. <laughs> yeah, he is good. He is good. Uh, obviously, <laughs> I haven't had one of him recently. But <laughs> I think the uh, triathlon thing was class as well. Really good exploits. Oh, boyfriend. man. So, so, so uh, yes. yeah, I didn't get a chance Roof, to. you didn't get on that. We yeah. just on holiday have
0: I'd just come back. And then I had a short week and so I was just filled with PT so I couldn't really... Right, yeah. I prioritised that, that first, obviously. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but that would have been sweet to do. Hopefully um, we can get another like
1: team yeah, well, I, of I some think, sort. I think it's coming back next year again. So. hopefully. Yeah, it was back. quite successful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that like the second or third year? The, the third, year third year, I think it is. Third. No. I'm hoping though, they'll come back because like, I'd like to do another full triathlon. Well, a full triathlon because okay. I did a sprint one uh, recently. Wait, wait, which one did you do? Um, just it was just a a charity one. One of my clients, um, was does it every year for St James's Place. And they're just round the corner, and they do like a little charity triathlon. Huh. So I just kind of he asked me to like be on his team, and I like showed a bit of interest in it. And yeah, it was really good fun. It was only a sprint triathlon, so like five k run, uh, twenty three k bike and four hundred meters in a pool. How'd you go? So uh, I I won it actually. You won so, it? Yeah, yeah. You get on that one quiet? Uh, I told a few people it's, uh, you didn't let anyone else know well I did. I don't know I could have just crashed and burned so. you could have done There's it, o- there was only like 60-70 people doing it so it wasn't like you know a super big triathlon so, like, so it didn't feel like you know I should shout about it or anything I yeah like fair to. enough but like swimming is that
0: not, that would have been your weakest point
1: uh, yeah probably I mean I, I finished second on the swim second on the bike and I, I won the run comfortably but, and coming um, off the bike to the run, no problem. Well, you also get you get with this triathlon, you got 15 minutes break, so oh. the, the transition time was you just rest. So I came out of the pool and like you know, got a shower and that, and then <laughs> get on the bike. And Chilled. Yes, yeah, yeah, so nice. it was quite. So it was, it was a good introduction. Yeah, for that is a good. One. What I thought yeah, it would yeah. be. So I'd like to do like a, a proper one now. Better um,
0: to change your training style a little.
1: Yes, yeah, so I was doing a, a bit more on the bike in the run up. So basically, I just buried myself on the bike. So swimming, I like that I came second but I was a long way behind like some guy finished like two two me minutes ahead of me and it's a four hundred metre swim. It's so, like Jeez. how do you finish that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was great ahead of me. Um and then the bike a guy finished like a couple of minutes ahead of me. Um but I just completely, completely buried myself on the bike and I was hanging for the run. The run was, the run was a struggle. I did the 5k in like over 20 minutes. Really? Which is kind of unheard of for yeah, me yeah, to do yeah. that. But it was a brutal course, it was like really hilly it's rough ground so it's, like, I think I was the, like the next after me I think I just did it just over 20 minutes the second place guy was like 25 minutes to, wow like, that's a whatever.
0: good analysis of like what you need to do for the next one so that way when you come off the bike you're not hanging
1: so like, yeah I'll probably still just bury myself on the bike because <laughs> yeah. I think that's like a big thing for, for triathlon at this level um, It's that I was surprised because it's like I guess my all-round fitness is pretty good, Mm. whereas I've spent a lot of time with the running. But I I was surprised how I got on.
0: The running economy must have got you through then, surely.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was just... And I think as well, like, the state of mind, like, I always want to do well everything that I do. So, like, when I've been, like, running hard on, like, 10Ks, 5Ks, like, races, which I've done, like, my mindset is, like, just keep going, like, hard as you can, like, if you die, it doesn't matter, Push it's, just, it's just, it's a ridiculous thought process, yeah, yeah, but I'm yeah. like, fuck it, like, I'm, like, I'm just, just going to go, go as hard and hard as I can, whereas a lot of, I don't think that's necessarily the norm, with people that I've spoken to, like, people are s- slightly more, um, measured, whereas I, like, I am, like, once I'm committed, I'm 100% in. I
0: think you're being kind with the word measured
1: yeah maybe yeah. some of it is some of it's like you know not, it's not the like, right attitude giving up too soon so yeah if, of course but again like i like i think my attitude is sometimes a bit fatalistic mm. so like I, I have picked up a lot of injuries in the past and maybe it's just because i've been going a bit too hard and when i've been to the physio and stuff their whole thing with me is like you you're picking up these injuries just because you're going 100% all the time instead of just you know trying to pace taking yourself. it chilled a little bit more and certain things and like just just with your movements and stuff so like I'm trying to be a bit more relaxed with it and hopefully as I age that'll, that'll happen as well so what do you do for recovery? so I, I'll do like a, the, well, this is the thing again like when you're doing running most days like you can do recovery runs which would be a run which would be significantly slower than your mm. normal pace my recovery runs is probably my normal pace which kinda of just makes it not a recovery run and almost pointless. But again I find it really hard running slower. Yeah, is, yeah. I like psychologically, like and just my body is set to a certain pace. So stuff like that. So I do need to like chill out a bit with my own training, I think. Yeah, but then like even like
0: for do you get like joint pain, inflammation or
1: anything like not that? Not really. No. Well it's like inflammation stuff. So in this hip it's it's like inflammation of the tendon. It's little things. Always with me, it's like an overuse injury, so it's something which isn't stopping me from like running or competing, but it's inhibiting me from training 100%. Yeah, so I'm like, what's the point in doing 70? Like, I can go out and do a 10k in like 35 minutes, like, what's the point in that? I want to try and hit my PBs, mm, yeah, like it, it's yeah, frustrating. Have you taken on the cold bath yet? Uh, I tried the shower, I tried the shower, and what you, you mentioned it, it's yeah. It's all, it's all right I think I lasted like two attempts it's, I do quite like it I mean I've got a problem with my shower at home that it's just hot water just hot water yeah yeah it's, it's the opposite water. problem to what yeah, I am like, yeah. like literally when you just turn it on it's cold so like I'll get home cycle home on like a hot day from like work or whatever and then I'll quickly get in the shower and it's cold so I put my head under it for like a second yeah. and then it gets hot so I can't really do it at home. So I could do it at work, obviously. Oh, yeah. Uh, but... What about... Oh, yeah. you don't have a bath, do you? What no, do you? I have a bath, but I, I don't like to have baths, really. Man,
0: mm. honestly, you know what I've been been working for me lately? If I've had a really long day to the point where, like, I'm falling asleep on the bus home, mm. cold bath, and this stuff. So I've got a client that works for that company called
1: Neon. Have I told you about it? Neon, the candle company. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, they yeah, it's do. Candles. It's candles. Nice stuff. That. Yeah. And it's massage as well, isn't it?
0: It's like... See that bag just there? Pull it out. Just that bag there, right? I don't take oh, yeah. any money from this company, right? So this is just purely me just endorsing this product because I think it's good. But this yeah. isn't the stuff I'm talking about. But this is magnesium body butter. Uh, butter mm-hmm. It's like perfect night's sleep. So you put that on before you go to sleep. Right. And like, have a sniff, right?
1: Yeah, it fixes you up. Yeah, like, you know, it just makes you feel yeah, nice. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. I, I bought Rachel Camel from there and it's, like, pretty pricey. But, like, then yeah. there's you like the camel and then you can, like, massage as Oh, like it's scented. Yeah, yeah.
0: And then this stuff is called De-Stress, uh, like, Go Mist, See that. And you just, like, de-stresses you. Yeah.
1: I like it. It's yeah. good. It smells nice. It smells nice. It makes you yeah, smell yeah. like a spa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it does, actually. It yeah, does it smells. Like Someone loves it. Like a yeah.
0: And this stuff yeah. is, like, Pulse stuff, right?
1: So we these are just, on. like, free testers you get.
0: Yeah, like free little testers and stuff. And just like, you know, just nice little stuff. But the thing I'm, I'm sort of, I'm really loving is Ooh, the salt. bath salts. Yeah, So they yeah. have got these magnesium baths. salts. Oh, they're like Epsom salts, right? Yeah. Yeah. A bit yeah. on the expensive side, but they're good. Have, I put, yeah, put them I in cold water. Them
1: Not in cold water though, so yeah.
0: They, if, yeah. Honestly, it totally changes everything about the bath for me mm. in terms of I get in there and like immediately, it must be the scent or something, I don't know. But you just relax. And once I get my breathing right and I get everything sorted, lights off, music on, bang, 10 minutes. Yeah, I do need to and check out. I that sleep on. really good, I sleep really well. So, you Information- do that every night? No, it's what two nights a week, I reckon, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I've been doing them at the end of the day instead of the beginning. Don't know why that works better, but I sleep amazingly and I wake up very, very nice, Ooh, even if no, that's I'm what sore. You want um it's not like that soreness like it's dull it dulls the pain yeah, yeah it just helps with everything to be more relaxed i think something that you might be interested in yeah i
1: perhaps will check that out i mean mm-hmm. i tried the when we were speaking a while ago about the cold water. Well, i did try the shower for a bit but then I not for it everyone it's not for everyone <laughs> uh, but the, i will try that though yeah, yeah and, I, will try I mean
0: that. it w- may it, not that it do- wouldn't work in warm water it's supposed to be for for hot water yeah but yeah. i just threw it in the cold water just to see what it did and it it was so good. Yeah, really I, I've was. done
1: the ice baths in, a, in the past. Like after my marathon, I had an ice bath and stuff nice. like that. And then a few fell races I've done, I've had ice baths. And it does work, but then yeah. it helps. I don't know how much it helps. Yeah, like, to, yeah. To, to, like, to tolerate the discomfort. I'm quite good with pain, I'm not so great with discomfort.
0: And the yeah. good thing about the magnesium stuff is the body absorbs it. Mm-hmm. So you get like magnesium replenishment, which is good for muscle, muscle replenishment. So there were, there were many benefits to it. Um, and I was quite lucky that Jody works for them and she bought me one as a gift because I did a few things for her like um, program wise so she bought me one and now I've got a good supply for the next month or two So, nice. but it's good stuff if anyone's listening if anyone out there is listening get it, it's really really good um, yeah, check that out let's kind of move along to how the industry has changed over the years
1: so you mentioned earlier when you first came um, to yeah, the gym yeah, it really has changed <laughs> massively so much, so much It's like, like I said, well, the clientele initially, like, you know, you first, when I first started training at sport, like I had a few like doctors and lawyers and, you know, people in quite high powered jobs. Mm. Um, Whereas like now everyone trains. Well, pure gym in itself, completely revolutionized the industry. And before, again, when I was at sport, you were tying into a 12 month contract um, and you could, and you pay like, I think minimum 60 quid a month, whereas pure gym is so much cheaper. Um, and you can leave anytime, you can use multiple gyms, so it is great in that respect. Agreed, De- yeah. yeah. I think
0: the word revolutionize is so true. I think it has. When I, I was spe- speaking to someone this morning and I said to them, before I moved here, I when I heard about a 24 hour gym, I thought that was a lawsuit waiting to happen.
1: Yeah, I also, gym, like, yeah, I, I thought, how oh, it'll be a rubbish gym because yeah. it's so cheap. Like, I think when it first opened, it was like 10 tenner a month, and I heard about <clears> it. <like, throat> How can that be good? Yeah. And then I came, I was like, shit, this equipment's like better than it was at a sport. And they're mm. paying like 60 quid a month there. Yeah, you get a pool and stuff like that. But you know, how many people actually use that? But mm. <laughs> well, that's what they're banking on. They're banking on people not using it. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. That's everyone's 6,000 members turn up at our gym. we're fucked. You can't move. You're like a sardine, do you know what I mean? So... If...
0: It's getting to that point now where like people yeah. are actually...
1: I think we are a bit of a victim of our own success now. Price you pay for being competent yeah exactly yeah that's yeah. what I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we need to just expand our facility let's buy less iguanas and go big
0: <laughs> or we could swap with north yeah just get their team down to ours <laughs> um, uh, us up to them the,
1: would, would we change the atmosphere definitely at point, think? I think we would contribute but I uh, think the building definitely and then, although our building is a leaky stinky building <laughs> it has a great atmosphere
0: when I first started at that gym in Sydney Camperdown uh, Camperdown Fitness it was called Oh, it is called I think it's still there um It was the first gym that I'd realized that more it was starting to get more fifty fifty male male to female because it was in a suburban area right yeah. it was it was looking at more at the local community rather than just you know some some like this say big boys' gym for lack of a better phrase yeah um but I did notice that it was um very much men were in the this is a general, big generalization, but men were doing the weights, women were doing the tasks. yeah, yeah. Whereas now it's, it's like not the opposite, but just more women are doing weights. I'd agree, that's great. definitely yeah. the
1: way it, was change, it has changed. So yeah. like before, like maybe 10 years ago, people, women just wanted to be skinny. They wanted it to be skinny, mm. that was it. Whereas now, they they see the value of being a bit more toned, toned, which basically means have more muscle. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> as, yeah. As we know, um, but they don't like to market it that way. They don't want like uh, to be bulky. and yeah, you, you you'll see a lot more women in the waist, which is refreshing, and you know, takes away from a bit of the ego. Yeah, I think, I, I so. think as well, like the whole, you know, you're seeing specialist like clothes, the Gymshark stuff for women and stuff like that, which I'm not so sure about, but huge <laughs> each, industry. each to their own. Like, it's uh, is there a male version of anything like that? I think Gymshark is also is it male? It's also male, but you probably not, don't notice it as much. Because. what could we invent
0: we could invent like shorts trendy shorts
1: yeah I don't know all these men wearing leggings in the gym as well I'm not wild about that what's, to be what's going on there boys yeah is that is sort it out like you know come on it doesn't really help you that much on leg day I wear leggings for cycling in winter so my legs <laughs> don't drop yeah, off yeah, yeah. again I'll run in leggings when it's like snowing in winter that's what they're for they're not for like walking around a warm gym like bizarre. I, I don't know why. I, like I've seen Arrow with his massive long legs. You got these white leggings. What are you doing, Aero They are very white. So I out man. I, I, I give that. him some shit for that, definitely. And then Nick he was wearing his those three quarter leggings. Remember, I was giving him some shit for that as well. He hasn't worn them much since, to be fair.
0: With his Jack Wills top.
1: Yeah, those loves, loves the Jack Wills provided sponsored by. Jack <laughs> yeah, where's my Jack Wills sponsorship? Yeah, why what, what is, is that you like get that? it? Yeah, that's yeah yeah, it's my client here. you put in work you know for uh, what five six years you've been training Tracy god longer maybe
0: no it'll be it'll be four years going on five yeah yeah, yeah. And then Nick comes along and he swoops along
1: swoops in and gets all the free shit <laughs> not good mate. Yeah. not good
0: <laughs> so um, before we digress so that was the industry being changed so the PT yeah. role was... then
1: PT role I guess just
0: I think it's changed
1: yeah yeah I mean again like Purim's trying to influence the PTs to do things a certain way as well it's like get all your clients on direct debits do it this way have them minimum twice a week oh I see like this whole thing I'm like just do what the client wants to do that's my philosophy yeah yeah if someone wants to come and see me like once a month and get a program I'll absolutely help them out with that. Mm. Um, if someone wants to see me every day, I'll I'll try and help them out with that. Like if I've got the availability, it's they're just trying to make everyone the same with Pure Gym. I find one size fits and all. Which personal is not, training not is that. personal is personal with your clients. Mm. Yeah, you know I mean, it's, it's, So that winds me up a little bit. I don't I mean, really know but, if
0: it's in their interest to do that as well. I well, it's I in their reason. interest.
1: They try and do it because if if the clients on a direct debit with a PT. They're, they're, it keeps them at it the gym. keeps them at the gym that's how they do it that's why they're interested um
0: when you look at it from that from that perspective yeah
1: and yeah and it kind of ties the gym into the pt and makes them pure gym and you know the pt is then less likely to leave as well i think but
0: yeah i guess yeah for retention i mean they're looking at pt retention which i'd, I'd really yeah, we be interested on that actually no but we haven't the list Oh, the list. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just at this gym, I think
1: we worked out sixty. Sixty PTs I've seen come and go in ten years. Uh, just over eight years. Just, just over eight, eight years, years I've been there. Yeah. So it's that's a lot of turnover. And that's a good gym. You know exactly. And, yeah. You look at it. I think there is less turnover now. People are becoming more successful. And I think that's partly due down to us. People will come in and see how we do things, and you know. Try and follow suit. I like to think so. Yeah, I, I think, think we've so, yeah. laid a really good foundation for yeah. the gym. Yeah, that's why our gym is so successful. I
0: I I'd like to agree with that. Yeah, I think that we've had a massive influence over um, people's ability to, I guess, believe that they can they can do it. Yeah, um, I think that's faith the first in themselves. Step. Yeah, yeah, it is the first step, and I think also not being afraid to to do their own thing. Yeah, and I think that's key. Because the last thing I'd want is for someone to do something very similar, not just to me but to anyone. Because then it doesn't create any
1: diversity. I think that again, touching on the PTs we've got at our place, everyone is very different, which means there's like clients for it. Obviously, it's a crossover. People can train same clients and get uh, or similar clients and get similar results Mm. and stuff. But there's definitely like some clients are better suited to this person, some clients are better suited to this person. So we can cater for a large range of people which you, is awesome
0: in that how has the business evolved your business
1: my business um how's it evolved probably not that much really like I've, i like i say, i'm very old school um and you know i've got my pen and my pencil in my diary and i've booked people in broken many a pencil yeah yeah exactly yeah i love that hmm. quite quickly I, I like when i first started i, I got a decent amount of clients which I needed to get in and then that's kind of just maintained and like I said I love it I love, I love training people I love spending time with people and it allows me to have a good comfortable life
0: I think as well it allows us to learn more I guess oh, definitely. from, oh, yeah. other, people. I'm from yeah. other people yeah, yeah I think that's yeah. a great way to look at it yeah. yeah for me just talk to people and I think that's how the industry I think that's how the role has evolved for me yeah, spending. Some more people time. do it more than others, though. Mm, like yeah.
1: I do, you do notice some PTs and they don't really chat to their clients that much. Mm. Whereas for me, like I'm, I'm always using the opportunity to try and chat to my client, try and educate them about the training, but also just to find out about their lives and stuff. Mm. Yeah, definitely. I, I mean, I can, I can be come in and into a session, and be feeling just like slightly low, like just not, not fully myself, and then I can have a really good session. I'm like oh, I'm buzzing again. Yeah, I'm back. To, you know definitely because they yeah. can bring you up as much as you can then yeah so.
0: I agreed and that very dependent on the person but yeah definitely definitely I can, can yeah. definitely agree with that Pure Gym adverts
1: oh yeah you don't did. get me started on that those fat loss injections is that what you yeah. yeah yeah
0: I saw that um, well I was speaking to David about it this morning and I was like you know if he hadn't have actually taken the photo I probably like, I took have, the photo you took the photo it today, yeah because obviously
1: he's... I'm not going to put it on Pure Gym because they could probably just fire me like. <laughs> kick off about. I don't think they would I don't, I don't think they don't would think because they I'm, I'm generally sport. trying to help the gym and I mm. think something like that in a gym is just so counterproductive and hypocritical and just like all kinds of morally wrong I, I wonder if they've even looked at the advert but, is there a vetting system in place what's the crack who thought it was okay to have fat dissolving injections Adverse in a gym it's ridiculous uh, uh, to me it's just counterproductive yeah. and it's bullshit what it's saying as well it say? says, says fat dissolving injections permanently get rid of fat. Like, what do you mean? Like permanently get... Do so they mean like they'll take some of the fat cells out and then fat's never going to grow there again? Like, what, what are they trying to say? Not like, even a gastric bone like, surgery does that. Exactly, like fat is essential on. for you as well. You need fat. <laughs> like, There's so oh, many levels of that. wrong in that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so just... many levels of wrong. There's been all sorts. I mean, like the free giveaways are like crisps and shit. Like, that's a bit weird as well. Like, why are you giving away crisps in the gym? I know they're meant to be healthy crisps, but they're still crisps.
0: I thought the one that did best was the um the vaginal cream.
1: Gosh, yeah, that was a bit weird, wasn't it?
0: It went out in like like literally the day. Did it? Yeah. I, this was well, years yes. ago. We, yeah, we I do remember it. Boxes in that, like
1: <laughs> why have people taking that? Like, I'd be <laughs> if I was a female I'd be like, I yeah. don't know, you know. I guess maybe though. If it's free like that and you can grab it, you'd have to go to the shop and buy it. Yeah. So like, you know, you'd have the shame of like over the counter. Yeah. Of thing. Well, I, like I just wonder. Be funny about. It, I, I
0: wonder if it's something that that's bought more often than we think. Maybe it is. Yeah. I have never yeah. seen in my household any. <laughs> <laughs> so unless it's hidden. Oh god. I don't know. I've never been a female, so I don't or know if it's one of those. I did this bow. <laughs> yeah. Maybe or maybe yeah, we could good. get some interaction if there's any females out there that want to tell us about their um, vaginal cleaning oh, wow. um,
1: don't uh, tell me about it <laughs> yeah. wants to know about me I
0: actually don't want to know I just want to know why so many women would have taken free veggie clean <laughs> <laughs> can um. speak for ourselves when we say we, didn't, we do not agree with that advert yeah definitely know, not I, I don't see um, any reason why we can't oppose to it we're allowed to think oh yeah exactly we're allowed to think, oh, yeah, sure. exactly. allowed to think. and I've written here, mass, I'm hoping the vast majority of people wouldn't think that way anyway. Even nutrition. I mean, the, constra- the contrasting uh, like studies out there that I've come across, You know, then you've got the different, let's just say, what I call ideologies of, mm-hmm. of eating, your veganism, carnivore, which is exactly the opposite of veganism, Yeah. vegetarianism, omnivore, um, what's the other one, ketogenic, paleo. There's, There's so, so many, many in of them. New ones every day. Yeah, and what do they all? For me, what do they all advocate? Just eating whole foods.
1: Yeah. Uh, fresh is best. Fresh That's is best. I, yeah. like. I think local as well is quite good. And uh, like, probably everyone's trying to get a bit more like, like uh, eco-friendly and stuff like that. So I'll try not to eat and buy stuff from which I know will be from like far away. Mm. I don't yeah, try, yeah, like you know bananas and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, like but fruit. If I am aware of it, like. British beef or whatever—you don't need some Argentinian steak, you know, just because of the the um, what's the word carbon footprint. What about kangaroo meat? It's tasty. It's It's tasty. Oh, this is the thing. Actually, did I tell you about the llama thing? So when I went to South America, like the the biggest one of the biggest things for our environment, which is terrible for the environment, is methane gas from massive massive cattle ranches and cows. The amount of cows... Obviously, we have cows for milk and stuff like that. There's a huge amount of cows that are just bred for meat. And if we didn't have those cows and have llamas instead, which, I don't know, the llama's cute, you, don't, you know, but it's just as good the meat. It's leaner meat as well, so people would be healthier right. than, than beef. And they don't... They produce, like, maybe like an eighth of the methane gas, which a wow. cow produces. And so that's that's huge for the environment. Like, if they could get rid of all the cows, which are for, for meat, and have llamas instead, that makes such a big difference for the environment, yeah, I so, I, the that, that blew my mind, and I was like... So, are cool. llamas as big as cows? Um, Probably, like, height-wise and stuff like that, I guess it depends on the breed, but they're pretty, there's a good bit of meat on them, like llamas, yeah. alpacas, stuff like that, and they taste pretty good, they taste, taste pretty similar. Tastes to, like beef? Yeah, yeah, pretty similar, yeah. Huh. But slightly leaner meat.
0: I always got the impression that something like that would taste like lamb I don't know
1: why Uh no, it's more beefy more yeah. beefy yeah yeah mm. I had uh, guinea pig in South America as well is that good? nah not really is it not? it's just like a real real shitty chicken like a bit more gamey as well like yeah it's like pick the meat out of the bones uh, oh is it two much? One, one of our chubby hamsters the one that I had <laughs> or guinea pigs sorry when I was in Australia I had the kangaroo meat emu emu's good These are very good mm. yeah crocodile or
0: something. Well, apparently, yeah. from Iceland, the shop you can buy frozen kangaroo fillets. Really? Yeah, I think like two for three pounds or something like that. It's not right. overly expensive, and apparently they're like that big, like maybe like two hundred grams. Yeah, I think that's worth a worth a shot. I maybe. Look, then it it does kick in local. the face my carbon footprint. Yeah, Sorry. yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, how much methane does a kangaroo yeah be, Probably um, significantly. Less yeah, than I cow.
1: would say. Well, definitely.
0: Yeah. Yeah, 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 and the beef is like it's good. It's lean. Oh yeah, yeah. I think yeah, it's, it's more protein in a in a, in kangaroo. a kangaroo. Probably that's
1: muscular. Very you muscular animal. Legs, you know, kick you to death easy. Yeah, yeah, easy. they
0: they're a violent animal when they want to be, mate. An hour
1: and twenty. Yeah, that's that's flown by. To that's flown by, yeah. Yeah, that was really good. Lots, lots of good topics. But also,
0: it like it opens it up for another one. Yeah, because so so you, like, you,
1: we could easily talk for hours longer. Yeah, <laughs> easily. But Mate, that I had a lot of fun. Yeah, it's been good. Yeah, nice one. That was good. That yeah. was really really good, man. Fuck yeah.
0: Fuck yeah. I'm happy with that, Absolute. man. Always. Yeah. yeah. And man, like it's a- editing, it just it's it, seriously it's we're just here talking. Yeah, yeah, it's easy, and it's easy. But the thing is, like, when it's on the. On the, on the video when I actually do all the editing and I mm-hmm. put it all together it's like it, it just seems like one flowing conversation it's yeah you're getting slick with now. Yeah, yeah definitely definitely and like when the music's on and stuff like that and where it like you wouldn't notice with me thanks for watching guys and if you enjoyed that please hit like and subscribe to the channel um I think these are going very well. These videos, and um, I'm really looking forward to sharing more. You can follow me on Instagram. That's at a underscore pts underscore life. And of course, if uh, you have any massage um, inquiries, that Circulate Massage. You can find us on Instagram at Circulate Massage, and www.circulatemassage.co.uk. And uh, remember, if you do make a booking, you can use code PG20 to take uh, 20% off your next treatment. And that's all from me, guys. Thank you very much and see you next time. Bye-bye.